Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Football Fig Nuts podcast. This is episode number 174 overall, but if you're keeping track, it's actually season four, episode number 24, and my name is Britt. I'm Craig. Craig, we are back. I took last week off for mental health purposes. Um, sure, just, sometimes you need to. And just general exhaustion. 2020 has been exhausting. <laughs> I just, We're almost at the end of the year. Seriously. Not I, the I, end of the, you know, everything, but the end of the year. Yeah. So. No, seriously. I, I will not have any problem with saying goodbye to 2020. But before we get into all this stuff, because a lot happened this week, we're going to we're gonna discuss names. The metrics spit out names today that I was like, what in the holy hell is happening? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. And um, we, we, we have a lot to talk about. But first, let's start where we always start. And I'm coughing, which means I need a beverage. Craig, what are you drinking? So tonight I have a new beer because um, last week or week before I went to Total Wine and they have a lot of single cans. The one up by me? Yes. Okay. And you know, it's very difficult to pick a six pack for yourself. Oh, there's so much. Walls of singles. And that that was before Craig found out there's actually a walk-in. Well, he knows about what I call the secret cooler, which is not a secret. It's a giant cooler in the back that says, please come in. But nobody mm-hmm. ever pays attention to it, and that's where they keep a lot of the fancy. There's actually a singles rack in there, too. Yes, I saw that today, actually. Did you go in there today? I did. I did. Did you buy anything I had to buy some Christmas presents, nothing for myself, oh. except a, maybe a bottle of wine, but no beer. Oh, no beer for yourself um, today? Hey, quick but question. Yeah, I, did, I did see it, and I saw the racks of singles. Yep. Looked. It was tempting, I'm not going to lie. Did you, did, you lie. did you look for baby elves? I did. No, it wasn't there? No. That was my did you, last hope. Did you see it anywhere? No, I haven't. So Baby no. Elves, what are we talking about? Fat Orange Cat, which is rapidly becoming one of my favorite side breweries. They're good. They're very good. They're smaller. They distribute through 12% Beer Project. Baby Kittens is one of the best beers, I think. It's probably the, one of the best IPAs I've had all year. If you like New England IPAs, you oh, yeah. definitely need to try it. Oh, yeah. And, they're, and they, they actually make a really good white stout. Did You you tried that. Cats, all cats yes. are gray in the dark. Yeah, very that good was, stuff. That was good. Yeah. So they're really good. Well, they put out a special edition of Baby Kittens, and it was called Baby Elves. You can't get it. I haven't no. found it anywhere. You can't get it. You can get it at their brewery which, by the way, is in a remote, middle-of-nowhere, not-accessible-by-any-highway part of Connecticut. (laughs) A lot of trees. It's 40 miles from my house. 40 miles from my house, and it takes an hour and 25 minutes to get there. (laughs) Yep. There's no no direct route. Yeah, no, you spend 20 minutes on the highway, and then you spend the rest of the time navigating through cow fields to get to this brewery, which is why they don't distribute from their, their home location. They distribute from another location because it's just economical sense. But yep. getting there, that's the only place I can find that has it online. Even the distributor is like, no, we don't we don't have it. Nope. So, all right, anyway. So, all right, so, you're, yeah. so what is this you're drinking now? So this beer is a IPA called Sex and Candy. By who? Brewed by 18th Street Brewery in uh, Hammond, Indiana. Oh, so you went outside the local area. I did. Right. Now, apparently, our other contributor, Sean, yeah. did not like this beer. He said it was an IPA, period. See, I thought, wasn't he talking about... There's bush. Wasn't, wasn't he talking about one of the beers I gave him when he said... Oh, no, that was when I gave him the Winterfest. I gave him Aspetuck yes. Brewing's Winterfest, and he was like, it's a winter beer. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? That's a really <laughs> solid winter beer. <laughs> 
The other day I was I, watching. I the, enjoyed it. It's very good. It's not holiday ale, but what it is? And I, I was watching Elf the other day, and I had one in front of me. I took a picture of the can and put it on the Connecticut Beer Drinkers group, and people were like, oh, that's awesome. How is it? Where'd you get it? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> All right, so try this beer. Tell me about it. We'll try. So you can definitely not see through this beer. Mm. It's murky. Is that Orange beyond? Murky. Is that beyond dank? Uh, no, I don't. I don't think it's that level though. So it's let's not, take a it's not sip. Dank. Okay. See how this goes. Hmm. All right. It's. <clears throat> Ooh. It's kind of, it's kind of thick, very smooth, easy to drink, and the bite is all on like the back end of it. Okay. So like right now, now it's starting to dry out a little bit, okay. but not too bad, not too bad. Very good. All right. Very solid IPA. I also have an IPA tonight. I have <laughs> a double IPA that I just procured this afternoon from New Park Brewing. Mm. Um, we like we like New Park. They like New Park a lot, and they deliver, and they pushed up their delivery date because of the impending storm, which I believe has started. My windows are closed, so I believe it is snowing it here in Connecticut. It is snowing. And it will snow for the, approximately the next 12 to 16 hours at a rate of 1 to 3 inches per hour, so we're, we're, we're in, in desperate straits here. So I might as well have a beer. This one is called Cloud 9. It is a double IPA, and this is going to pique Craig's interest because he loves high ABV beers. It's 9%. Ooh. Yes. It's a 9%, which is, you know, I guess that's a, most triples are between 8 and 9%. This is so dank. It's, it, I don't even want to say it stinks because it doesn't stink. It smells so strongly <laughs> of bitter citrus, like tangerine kind of smell. Hmm. So mm -hmm. I'm, here I go. I'm going in. All right. I have a Let's can for it. this in the fridge for you, by the way. Oh, thank you. That's very nice of you. And the answer is. I no longer have a can of this in the fridge for you. <laughs> wow. Okay. That is complex. Um, oh, wait a minute. Oh. 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 It's, it's changing. All right. It's this this ebbs and flows like the tide. It comes okay. in very juicy tasting, almost like a strong. I don't I got I to gotta find out what hops they use in this. There's clearly some citra, but I'm tasting something else that's very hoppy. I'm going to guess it's Galaxy. So it comes in very citrus, and then the hop, then the citrus pulls back, and the hops flavor kind of comes in, and then mm -hmm. the, the 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 as the hop flavor settles in, the citrus flavor comes right back again. So it's almost hmm. in waves. Oh man, and I have I have such a, you just drank a strong beer aftertaste from this. Is that good or bad though? I don't know. I, I'm gonna I, okay. I'm gonna say that that's probably the worst part of the experience. Is that. 30 seconds after I drank it, I'm getting this really strong aftertaste. But, um, yeah, I mean, it, hmm. I, I've, I've definitely had worse. It's not terrible. I, I Yeah, I'm looking forward to opening another one of these. Not tonight. It's 9%. <laughs> but um, definitely open another one of these. All right, let's get into it. Burning Hot Takes coming up on you. Craig, uh, you giving uh, or receiving this week? I will, I will give. All right, what do you got for me? All right, straight up. Are you worried about the Chiefs? Oh, yeah. Because, you know, they lost to Vegas. Yep. They almost lost to Denver. And Miami gave them a run for their money. Yep. So does this concern you? Are they looking past teams? I, like, they, oh, it's Miami. They are underperforming against teams that they don't. They're not. It, 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 it's the focus. 
this team at this time last year looked like a team on a mission. They looked like they were definitely tuning up for the postseason. Now they look like a team that's going out there and just expects to throw the ball around for half an hour and then go home. You know, I mean, they, they, they scored 30 unanswered points on the Dolphins. So they played really terrible the first quarter, and then they scored mm-hmm. 30 points in the middle of the game, and then they just decided they weren't going to play anything on the second. What we learned about the Chiefs against the Dolphins is the defense cannot close the door. The defense cannot close the door. They had a 20-point lead. It was 30-10. to 10. They could not maintain that lead and not make it interesting in the fourth quarter. We also right. learned that Patrick Mahomes apparently thinks he can make things happen on every play. Did you see the play where he lost 25 yards on the sack? I did not see that. So what happened? He just ran he, around. He, two guys got through the line, and you know what happens. When the line, when the pocket collapses, Patrick likes to roll out the back end of it and look mm-hmm. down the field. So he ran backwards and started to run towards his left. Mm-hmm. The two linebackers that got through were quick. And so he kept backpedaling to try and get some more space and backpedaling and backpedaling. Next thing you know, he turns, he kind of turns his head and you can see he's like out of the corner of his eyes, like, oh my God, is that the pylon? Yeah, you backed up 20 <laughs> yards and you are now barely out of the end zone. And so they oh, sapped his good. ass at like the five yard line. And I'm just like, and he didn't throw the ball away. He made no effort. To the, he kept the entire time. He's like, I'm going to make this play happen. You can't. There are some no. plays that just you're just not going to make just something happen. <laughs> Even in Madden. I mean, I play Retro Bowl on my phone. I'm not, not a big Madden guy. I play Retro Bowl on my phone probably two or three times every Retro Bowl game. I'm throwing the ball out of bounds. And I've got, yeah, because sometimes they're all covered. And, yes. you know, you... <laughs> I've got a five-star running back, two four-star wide receivers, and a five-star tight end. And I still sometimes have nowhere to throw the ball. <laughs> it happens. It happens. But Mahomes refuses to acknowledge that. So I think Patrick needs to reset his mindset. I think the receivers need to start really getting in gear. We've seen Hilaire kind of fade the last couple weeks. Now, to be fair, he's been sick. But the easy answer is, yes, I am worried about the Chiefs. Yes, I, I, I think I think they could lose this week to New Orleans. With or, with or without Breeze, I think they could lose this week to New Orleans. Really? What, are you, what are your thoughts? Because I'm a fan, so I'm biased. Yeah, no, I... I think the same thing. I think after they won the Super Bowl, and I think we've mentioned this prior, after they, you know, they lost to the Patriots, came back, they had that drive to win the Super Bowl, they won the Super Bowl, yep. and now that that giant bonfire is not a bonfire anymore because they're like, yeah, we won. Yeah. Look how good, amazing we are, so we're going to win. For and sure. then, you know, yeah. I'm telling you, any... Any given Sunday, so no matter how bad a team is, yeah, they can always win. You know. Yes, I agree. I agree. I mean that the, the the Saints are only three point underdogs in that game. Three. And points. that's without Breeze. Well, Ers. that feeds into my question for you. Oh. Today, the Saints designated Drew Breeze to return from the IR, which makes mm. him eligible to return as early as Week 15. However. They said they would not rush Breeze back just to face mm-hmm. Kansas City. My question for you, Craig, do we see Drew Breeze on the field this week, or do the Saints hold him back just to be safe one more week? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think if you're the Saints, I think you have to play it safe and not and not play Breeze if he's eligible. I mean, unless three quarterbacks get hurt, then you know you may not have a choice, but... 
at this point in the season, I don't think it's worth the rush. Let's, because let's... I was worried about the Saints after Breeze got hurt, and they've, you know, they haven't scored as much, but they've they've held their own. You know, All right, they're so, better than I thought they were going to be. So what are they? They're what's their record now? I just had uh, it. I just had it on the screen. Up. Hold on, I've got it. They're ten and three. Okay. Mm-hmm. They're ten and three. Hold on, I'm pulling up their schedule now. Okay, so we're up to week fifteen, which means they've got three games left counting this week. Mm-hmm. They're playing the Chiefs. Then they're home against Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried about that game. Then they're at the Panthers. Now they're they would beat the Panthers. So let's assume let's assume Taysom Hill can't beat the Chiefs, which is a big assumption because Taysom Hill, aside from the fact that he looked like he didn't know what he was doing against Philadelphia, has been reliable. Even if you lose to the Chiefs, you're going to win Week 16 against the Vikings, which, by the way, is a a Friday. It's all because Christmas night. Yeah. It's a Christmas afternoon game. Oh, my God. It's a Christmas <laughs> present for us all. Viking Saints. It's a Christmas miracle. And it's on NFL Network and Amazon, which means it's probably on Twitch. Ooh. That's a 4.30 start, though. We do need to do a Twitch game. We need to host a Twitch game and just sit there and talk. We could. Why not? I mean, it, I think. Are we allowed to? I don't know how that works. Oh, it's absolutely. For, you, you, Twitch's rules require all, all channels to be hostable or to be co-streamed. I think you can put restrictions on it, but I don't think the NFL has because I've seen people use it as a cheap way to get views. Oh, so all right. we sure. could co-host a stream, <laughs> mute their audio, and you and I could call a game. It's 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 something we could do. All right, so anyway, nice. so even if you lose yeah. the Chiefs, you're going to beat the Vikings at home, and then yeah. you're going to beat the Carolinas. You're going to get to 12 wins even if you do nothing this week. So yes. why risk it? If, unless he walks through the door and he's like, I am 100%. And a doctor behind him goes, he's 100%. And then his <laughs> mom calls and goes, God bless her. She's still alive, Mrs. Breeze. He still goes, Drew is 100%. Then you start him. But if he sits there and says, "I well, yeah, I'm 99%. I can go. No. 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 Get to 12 wins. Win the division. Get a, I mean, you're, are they going to get the – what's the standings? Where the hell are the standings? <laughs> Make sure you look at this year's standings. Yeah, that's that's a that's a key part of this, huh? <laughs> standings. I mean, the, where's the conference standings? Conference standings. Um. All right, the Packers. So they are, the Packers are ten and three. The Saints yep. are ten and three. And that's it. And the Packers right now have the tiebreaker because they are higher ranked in the playoff conference race. So yep. New, New Orleans has already clinched his playoff spot. I believe. Yes, they've already clinched a playoff spot. They have not clinched the division. Uh, the pa- the Packers have. So what you're really playing for is to get that bye. But there's only one bye. There's only one bye this year. So that means you're you think, oh my God, this is crazy. All right, so they're tied with the the, the Packers. If they rest Breeze this week, and mm-hmm. and still could beat the Chiefs without it, and they win twelve games. That means the Packers have to lose at least two of their last three, and they're at home against the Panthers. Win. They're going to win. They're at home against the Titans. Nah, they'll probably win. Depends then, which Titans show up. And then they're at the Bears. They'll they'll probably win. So, I don't know. I, I, I just don't. I think a Drew Brees healthy in week one of the playoffs is better than a bye. 
Yes. I, I'm sorry. It's so. better than a better than a we need to win out to have a shot at a bye when Green Bay's right. schedule appears to be much easier. I, I don't think you rush Breeze back here. I just don't. And that's not because I'm a Chiefs fan and I don't want to see Breeze on the field. That's just because I'm thinking I'm thinking long term. The Saints aren't worried about whether or not they beat the Chiefs. They've already got ten wins. They're already in the playoffs. They're not worried about beating the Chiefs this weekend. This is a cosmetic win. It doesn't even affect their playoff chances because it's not against a division opponent. Playing against the AFC in terms of tiebreakers is not going to matter. No. They need to they need help from Green Bay. So go out there, play the Chiefs, have a good time, let Taysom Hill get one more start if if Breeze isn't hundred percent. Because if you walk Breeze out there and on the last play of the game, if he throws the winning touchdown, he breaks his leg in four places. And he's done. That's a problem. All right, I've wasted too yep. much time on this question. What what have you got for me for the last question? Uh, so the last question, I'm going to use Cinch's question because he just sent this to us. So oh, did he? Let's oh, use good. it. I haven't seen it then. Okay. If you have multiple teams in the playoffs, fantasy, Okay. do you start the same player in all three teams, or do you look to the bench um, on the bench for one or two of the teams? So he has Thielen on all of his teams. If okay. Thielen does bad, he kills all, three all three teams, teams are kind of screwed. And the same thing, if Thielen goes off and scores thirty points, he puts all three of you, all three of his games in the next round of the playoffs. Right. Um. Here's the answer, and and this is a dip. Oh. All right. So I have to put a asterisk on this because I'm playing him in one of those leagues. <laughs> I won my division. I am playing him as the wild card. The winner's going to our fantasy Super Bowl. So I I have to yes. put that asterisk on it. I don't like reaching for contrarian plays unless it's a situation where it's a Sunday night or a Monday night game and I'm desperate. For okay. example, let's imagine it's a Sunday night. I get down, it's Sunday night, and I'm down 40 points to cinch. Okay. And I have, I'm just thinking off the top of my head, I'm trying to think of who's a, I have a flex spot. And in that flex spot right now, I have, let's say, um, trying to think of who's on that team just to, to make this realistic. Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake, even though he's been subpar the last couple years, last couple weeks, he's gotten a touchdown like the last two or three games. He's given me at least 10 to 15 points. He's been reliable. Okay. Or I can put in Henry Ruggs. Now, Henry Ruggs is a bad example because he hit the COVID list. But let's imagine COVID, he's not on the COVID list. Henry mm-hmm. Ruggs is either plus two or plus 30. If he catches that touchdown bomb he's a game changer if i if when i go into that game i'm putting in the reliable Kenyon drake if i get to the night game and they haven't played yet either i can still swap them let's just say hypothetic and still swap them and i'm down 30 points i'm putting in the home run hitter because what have i got to lose Kenyon drake isn't going to get me the 30 points there's a 0.1 percent chance that's going to happen and there's a 0.5 chance percent chance that Ruggs is going to get it for me. So I'm going to put in the home run hit. amount of swing for it then, right? Right. What but do you do that on every team? No, Early no. one team? It's situational. It is situational. I put my best lineup on the board. I take a look at the matchups. I put my best lineup on the board. I don't care if it costs me the season. Don't care. You got here with a guy. Unless, unless, unless the guy's really projected to do poorly. Let's say right. Adam Thielen. And who, who is Minnesota playing this week? Where is it? Uh, something. Minnesota's somewhere on this list. Hold on. 
<laughs> we need like some sort of music for that. Where, wait, where the hell are they? Where is, is Minnesota? Minnesota's not. There's no more bye weeks. Where are the Vikings? I don't see them. There they are, the Bears. Oh, that's right. Okay. Okay, yep. I don't fear the Bears secondary. I don't. Not for the Vikings. And this game's in Minnesota, so I don't fear the Bears secondary here. But let's say they were going up against... Let's say we were playing the Colts in Indianapolis. Uh, okay. I might be a little <laughs> bit more afraid there. Mm-hmm. No. Unless there's something that the matchup is scary, I really should just look at the metric and see what I have feeling like <laughs> tagged for here, right? I right, stand by. I got to go uh, away from my mic to do this. You have him for 18.3 points. Okay, then I start him. I start him unless there's somebody with 18.4 on my bench. Justin Jefferson is 18.8. Then I would start Justin Jefferson. I'm starting the best available players. I am not overthinking this because if I overthink this, then I'm going to end up in a hole. And let me tell you something. It's CBS tells you who the best, air quotes, coach or manager in your league is. It's you. It is me. But it's based solely off of how much smarter were you than the CBS experts. We told you to start player A, and you started player B, and player B was better. You were smarter than us. How much, what was the, what percentage, what's the maximum percentage of points you got out of your lineup? Did you start the best available people, and what percentage of times? I'm high on that, not because I listen to the experts or the projections, but because I go with what I th- I know and go with what I think. If I look at this, if I look at my lineup and somebody's better, I'm going to put them in this week. Last week was different. Last week, I actually ignored the experts, and I was right by 0.1 points, by the way. The experts nice. told me to start Taysom Hill, and he was 0.1 points lower than Kyler Murray. Wow. Yes. So I'm not counting <laughs> nice. it as a victory, but again, I was right. So don't don't overthink the playoffs. Go ahead. Your answer on this. Just don't overthink the playoffs. Put your best guys out you know, there and just exactly. go. Exactly. Same things. Unless there's an injury concern, like that's the only thing that would really bother me if a team lists someone as probable or questionable and it's a game time decision. Like stuff like that is really annoying in fantasy, but yeah, I would say go with the guys who've got you there. Unless you have someone playing Jacksonville or the Jets or even the Bengals, then maybe think about it, but otherwise, no. Your best players. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it beyond go with the guys who got you there. Go with your best available guys. Justin Jefferson has really emerged. If you think Justin Jefferson is going to outscore Adam Thielen, do it. Yes. Do it. Let me tell you right now before we transition that I, last week on our live Twitch stream, which, by the way, thank you to everybody who came by our live Twitch stream, we're looking at possibly introducing that next year. This was just a test run. We're not going to be doing it every week. I was all in on the Minnesota offense. My God, was I wrong on that. Seriously. How bad was the Minnesota... Oh, did you not see? No, no, I, I didn't. So I put in three DFS lineups. Two of them relied on the Minnesota offense. One of them didn't cash. Guess which one? The Minnesota offense won. Oh. I can't remember which one. I, there was something else. There was something. Uh, it was David Montgomery. I had David Montgomery in, in, in one with 
I had Adam. I had and the one that lost had Thielen, Jefferson, and Cousins stacked, and Minnesota got owned by Tampa. Yeah, they did not have a good week at all. I, I, you know what? It, I'm gonna I'm gonna put out the harshest penalty I can. Kirk Cousins is dead to me. Not Captain Kirk, just regular Kirk. The Kirk Cousins is dead to me. I don't care if he goes out there this week and throws for 650 yards. He's unusable in DFS. Dead. He is dead to me. <laughs> That's it. I am done waiting for Kirk Cousins to be good. Done waiting for it. I, I The only thing that makes sense to me about Kirk Cousins is that he is on some sort of mafia payroll. Because every time we think he's turned a corner and he's going to be a good quarterback, he has a week like this past week where he throws for 230 yards, one touchdown, and two picks. That's true. I used him a couple of weeks. It worked out. Not that's, every week, but that's great. It's it's like it's like every time you rely on him, you can't rely on him. Every time you rely on him, you're screwed. Every time you don't need him, and you're like, hey, he might have a good game. Let's toss him in a lineup and see what happens. He's he produces. Can't rely on him. Done. Done. Dead. Done. 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 But you know what that means? What does that mean? That means it is time for America's favorite game. <laughs> America's favorite game where Craig tries to beat the spread and identify fantasy plays for you. All right, Craig. Okay. This week, which is week 15 in the NFL, time has lost meaning in in the days of COVID. I don't know what's (laughs) happening anymore. And this beer's 9%. Oh, geez. Oh, we accidentally got a little plastic extra music there. (laughs) I thought I'd click stop, but I didn't. All right. Okay. 9% 9% beer, folks. Don't drink them. All right. I've got six games in front of me. All of them have wow. at least a 50 over under, which means there's okay. possible fantasy relevance. Craig, with three strikes on the board, can you name those six matchups? Uh, let's go with Chiefs Saints. Let's just always start there. Didn't even give me a chance to to sip my beer. You just went right <laughs> in. I, I have the beer. Like, I'm like gulping. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Chiefs Saints is Absolutely correct. All right, that's a 51 and a half. And as I mentioned before, that's only a three-point difference, which means they think that game is going to be like 50 to 48. No, that's not right. Uh, 26, more like 29, 23. No, that's not right either. Jesus, don't drink and do this. Drinking in math. 26, carry the one. Or roughly, it's going to be somewhere in the realm of 28, 20... No, that's not right either. 27, 25, roughly? Yeah, that's about right. 27, 25. So 25 points is enough for me to be fantasy relevant. So I think, you know, it doesn't make a difference if you like the Chiefs or the Saints. And if Breeze plays, that number's going up. So, so that's the first one. What else you got for me? <clears throat> All right. And I'm not Let's drinking, go. so go ahead. Let's go Bucks Falcons. Bucks Falcons is a 50 and a half. That was one of the ones nice. I thought you would miss. And that's a six point lead. So you got to take three points off. So that's roughly 28, 22 is the rough expected hmm. total. Falcons scoring 22 points. I'm not so sure. I think that's going to come in the under. You think so? I do. I think that's going to come in in the under. You trust. You trust Atlanta's defense to stop Gronk and Brady? No, I just don't think that the well the Bucks did go off against freaking Minnesota, so that's part of this. 
and the Bucks are eight and five. They're still trying to make sure they can get into the playoffs. All right, maybe maybe I wouldn't I wouldn't touch that over under. I wouldn't touch it, but I would touch the I would I would take the Bucks. I would take Bucks players. Yeah. So all okay. right, you got two right. All three of your okay. strikes remain. What do you got for me? Ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? Uh, are they? All right, I'm taking. I mean, maybe. Rough. All right. Why not? Uh, Texans Colts. Texans Colts is correct. That is a 51 with Ooh. a 7. So that's roughly 25 minus 3. That's roughly 28 to 22, roughly, give or take a point. So, again, two teams both going to score at least 20 points. I don't know if that game's going to make the over either. <laughs> so you can see you can see 28-22 for Texans Colts? No, that not feels, for the Texans. That feels like a lot. I'm not really. I'm not big on that game. I'm going to avoid that game in terms of general DFS. I think, and I say that without having really looked at the metric yet. So, I, I reserve the right to change that statement. Fair, All right, fair. you're three for three. Three Ooh, answers left on the board. What else you got for me? Let's go. Hmm. Panthers Packers. Panthers Packers. Oh, by the way, Lions Titans was the one I thought you wouldn't get. So I owe you a beer. Panthers-Packers is absolutely correct. 51 and a half. I'm not shocked by that. I'm not. It's the Packers. Excuse me. The Packers should be an automatic virtually every time they're on this list. Yeah, especially with the way Adams is playing. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. That's that's who saved that lineup, by the way. <laughs> I used Jefferson and Adams, Devontae Adams. And my third Jeez. lineup, the one without Kirk Cousins in it, Scored yep. 170 points because I had both Adams and um, Rogers in it. So, oh, nice. All right, nice. so you're four for four. I've got two left. All right. Wait a minute. Uh, what did you did you said Texans Colts right? Yes. Oh crap! I crossed off the wrong one, which means I said it earlier. <laughs> what was it? It was Lions Texans. Lions Titans. Lions Titans. So I don't owe you a beer, but now I can't charge you for that one. <laughs> Jesus. All right, no more 9% beers in the podcast. I say that next week I'll hey, have like a 10.6. Hey, it's 6. not double ruffled. You're fine. You're that fine. was another 9% or two. All right, so there's one left, and you have all one three of your strikes. Left. You've got this. Ooh. Come on, Craig. Rough. Very rough. I'm going to um, No. 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 Man. <laughs> uh, I can't man, see this. These games kind of suck. <laughs> All right, let's just say uh, swing it with my eyes closed. Sure. Seahawks, Washington. Nope. Strike one, Seahawks, Washington. Let me pull it up really quick. 44 and a half. Oh, all right. All right. Actually, that's that's not a bad call. I, I, I'm kind of shocked that one's so low. I would take the over there. All right, so you got two okay. strikes left. What do you got for me? Two strikes. Over 50. Ah. Uh... I don't even want to say this game, but what the hell? Do it. Browns, Giants. Strike two. Browns, mm. Giants, which I think is actually going to be a better game than it looks like. That's a 44. He's got two strikes. Two There's strikes. One game left. One With, game left. Trying to think of who's it. been doing well and not well. I've got two what? buttons on my screen. The game over button. And the game show intro <laughs> button, which doubles as his What victory. the hell? Let's go Bears-Vikings. 
Bears Vikings is his last choice, and it is wrong. Dog. Sorry, dude. The correct answer is Chargers Raiders. You know, I was looking at that game too. Damn How it. that game? Listen, there are two teams in the league with more wins on their on one team than those have combined, and yet somehow this is a fifty-three and a half. I guess because it's a division game. Did, maybe did Joey Bosa retire. I mean, what? <laughs> he's still broken. No, actually, I think he's back. 53 and a half, and it's only a three-point spread, which Jeez. means they think this game is like roughly 28-25. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of credit to the Chargers, <laughs> I think. I don't think the Chargers are going to get that 25 points there. So, oh, that's close. That's, so, so close. I was close. looking at that game, too. Close, but he doesn't make it, so. All right, let's move on to the metric. Let's talk about some DFS. So, this week, I don't, how, how did you do this week in DFS? How was your week? Uh, Not well. I lost this week. The only thing I won in was our little uh, podcaster pool. That's that was nice. It. Well, that was three bucks. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so, this week, I texted Craig, and I went, my God, Minnesota sucks. <laughs> I am so taking a loss this week. And then all of a sudden, Aaron Rodgers decided the only person who existed in this world was Devontae Adams. And I recouped enough to break even. <laughs> so, And that's the thing. Breaking even is a gain of less than 20%. So if you bet 150 and you return 155, you broke even. I get it. I've said in the past, I'm like, well, if I win a single dollar, that's when I was betting like $4 a week. I'm not doing pools that small anymore. So <laughs> you got to return at least a decent return. So this week I was up like $2.50 when it was all set. That's break even, guys. That's not a profit. So, all right. So let's let's recover this week. Let's get some money back, shall we? Okay. So let's take a look at, at the uh, the metric. The metric likes Teddy Bridgewater this week because he's only 5,200 on DraftKings, and he's probably going to have to throw a lot. I'm not big on that. So I asked for another name, and the metric said Taysom Hill. And I said, well, what happens if Drew Brees comes back? And it went, oh, well, never mind then. And then I said, well, how about Drew Locke? Because he's only 5,000. I'm like, but he's playing Buffalo. And it was like, "Ah, okay, no. And then it said, well, what about Jalen Hurts? Jalen Hurts is 5,900. I've got him pegged for 19 points. He's an option. But as I'm looking at the list, there's a lot of good options this week. You know what? I hate to say this. Mitchell Trubisky is an option. <laughs> and you never thought you'd say that, did you? <laughs> Not again. I'm sure I've said it in the past. I'm shocked. Phillip Rivers is an option. These are all guys under 6K that are all going to score at least 18 points. You know, yeah. I mean, if I can spend up, I'm probably going Josh Allen because he's at Denver. He's 7,200. I think he gets to 25 points pretty easily. But, you know, if I have yeah. to save money, I'm going Jalen Hurts. If I can spend up, I'm going Josh Allen. What do you got? Definitely Josh Allen is on my list. Um, you know, he's kind of cheap. This is Matt Ryan is 5,400. You know they're just gonna throw the ball a lot. Yeah. So for fifty four hundred, I would definitely consider that. And you have to you wanna... assume it because they're in that high over under. 
Yeah. And if you want to pay up a little bit more, and Central hate this name, but Jared Goff's playing the Jets. He's I not mean, a Jared Goff guy? What's that? Cinch hates Jared Goff? Oh, he doesn't like Jared Goff. Oh, really? No. <laughs> but he's 6,300, and he's playing the Jets. You know, that's... He's probably going to score a lot. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a lot of good options at quarterback this week um, and a lot of value options around 6K. I might do quarterback last this week unless I really want to pair somebody, which I'm not sure I do this week. At running back, I said to the metric, give me value. It said Kenyon Drake. And I'm like, oh, you know, I've been a Kenyon Drake guy this year, and he's been okay. He's gotten a touchdown a lot. And he's only 5,500, so I'll look at him. But give me something more reliable. And he said, you know what? Listen, Derrick Henry. <laughs> and I was like, but Derrick Henry's 9,500. He's like, he's yeah. He's two players worth of money. But that's the th- He's two players worth of money, but he's two players worth of points. He's averaging, like, with the exception of that one bomb, was it against Cleveland? Yeah. With the exception of that one bomb, he's averaging over 20 points a game. So is he value? No, but is he probably the second best value on the board? Yeah, because he's just scoring a ton of points. There's just not good value at running back. So I'll pair Kenyon Drake with Derrick Henry. The next name it gave me was Austin Eckler, and I was like, no. I just can't <laughs> trust him, and it's a Thursday game. I can't trust it. What no, else you got for I me? I don't like Thursday games. Yeah, and you can't use it on the main slate. No. Then I was like, I was like, sorry, so Henry and Eckler, what else you got for me? Well, Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, Taylor's been hot. But he's, he's, his value is reflecting that. He's 7,200. So I'm like, I'm looking at Kenyon Drake. I'm probably going to try Drake, uh, to, to, to pair Drake with um, Henry as much as I can. Places where I can't, I'm looking at guys like Devin Singletary for the upside. I'm looking at Miles Sanders. The problem is if Arizona goes up big, Philly's not going to run the ball. But Sanders right. looked really good against New Orleans. That big run... That's all you need. And people are like, well, he didn't look really great outside of that big you run. Only need a, you only need a couple of runs, really. Give me an 80-yard touchdown run every week. I don't care what his salary is. If his salary is <laughs> under 10K, he's probably starting for me. <laughs> so, you know, who do you like this week? Give me give me some other options. This that, week, I, you know, if he plays DeAndre Swift, he's finally been coming around since he, he fumbled so much just, at the start of his career. just can't get on the swift train. I want to so badly. I just but someone who's had, due to COVID, um, <laughs> someone's gotten a lot of touches lately, and that someone is J.K. Dobbins. Yeah, he's emerged. He had a great week last week. He's probably going to get the same amount of workload, and they're playing Jacksonville, and he's 5,900. What's going on with Gus Edwards? Um... I think he's either hurt or it was COVID. I can look that up. I'm it's looking. one or the other. No, he he played this week, and he was. Oh no, he's listed as a, a waiver wire pickup this week for week 15. Okay, so he's not. Edwards Edwards has taken the lion's share, but Dobbins has really stepped up. And you were a big Dobbins supporter in the preseason, so I'm not surprised about that. So, I, you know yeah, what? It I just, can see you know, that. It it takes time for rookies, more so I think with running backs than receivers. But yeah. I mean, oh, there's Gus Edwards. He's two spots down on the value meter because he's 4,400. They are predicting a bigger game for Dobbins than for Edwards. So, wide receiver, I said metric. Give me a name. (laughs) And it said Lynn Bowden Jr. And I went, who in the holy hell is Lynn (laughs) Bowden Jr.? (laughs) 
I said, what? I've never heard this name before in my life. And I said, he plays for Miami. And I went, why do I want to start a guy I've never heard of from Miami? Well, I'll tell you. Because Devontae Parker was out. Jakeem Grant is out. Mike Jacecki, all hurt in the game against the Chiefs. Yes. We're already, missing, we're already missing Preston Wilson. Preston Williams, sorry, not Wilson. Preston Wilson. He was on New York Met. Wow. Preston Williams, who's been injured since since uh, the Arizona game. And that's they're they're without their six top six. I didn't say that wrong, folks. Top six receiving leaders going into this week. Now there's still a chance that these guys might play. It's early in the week. This we record on Wednesdays. There's a chance they still play. But if they don't, this kid is gonna get mad targets. And yes. if he gets the lion's share of targets, he's only thirty six hundred. He that only is needs... extra cheap. Then you can afford Derrick Henry and Devontae Adams. There it is. He only needs 11 points. He needs it's 11 possible. points. It's possible. New England's not spectacular. And so. I said, so I said to the metric, hold on. What if he doesn't, what if What if it's not that good? What if, like, Devontae Parker bounces back or Jacecki actually gets himself healthy? Give me another name. And the metric said, well, then there's Tyron Johnson out in, in, in L.A. And I went, who in the holy hell is Tyron Johnson? <laughs> and so I had to go look him up. Mm-hmm. Tyron Johnson's the guy they've been using because Mike Williams is questionable with a back injury. Keenan Allen is questionable with a hamstring injury. Last week, he had six catches on seven targets for 55 yards and a touch. When one of those guys has been out of the lineup, his, which is only twice, last week and then against Buffalo, I believe Mike Williams was out the week against Buffalo. One of them was out the week against Buffalo. He gets more targets. Other than that, he gets nothing. He gets one target a game. But if he gets four or five targets, his other big game was Buffalo, two for two out of four targets for 63 yards. He's averaging like 30 yards a catch. Yeah, so that's pretty impressive. If Mike Williams is out, he's a he's a flex option. If Keenan Allen is out, he's a flex option. If they're both out, he's a must start. And do you know what his do you want to see what his cost is? Uh, geez, I gotta 30, sort this. Three hundred. Wow! So we have two guys under under four thousand that both have big game, high target potential, which means you can't use them in a tournament. Everyone and their mother is going to use them in a tournament, but you can use them in cash games. So you got to watch this week. If if you see the news out of Miami for the receivers isn't good, Lyndon Bowden Jr. is an option. If the receiver, if the the Williams and Allen news out of L.A. isn't good. Tyron Johnson's an option. What have you got for me? So this week, you know, the chalk plays are Devontae Adams, but just like Derrick Henry, he's super expensive. 94. He's 9400 Yep. Ultra expensive. So not maybe not really doable. You know, Jefferson is 73 Thielen is 71 So they're sort of expensive. Some cheaper plays that I like. Uh, Curtis Samuel, he's 4800 Hmm. And, you know, even though I know the team is a complete mess, but someone has to catch the ball, and T. Higgins is 46. I've got him paid for 12 points, which puts him under the value line, but that's still solid. Yep. And then C.D. Lamb, same thing. He's 4,500. You know, Dalton threw to him a lot last game. Yeah. Can definitely, he can definitely score uh, when he gets the opportunity. Uh other cheaper plays, I don't know. I still don't think I would touch Nelson Aguilar. 
No. He's 5,000. No one should ever touch Nelson Aguilar is going (laughs) to go off. It's going to happen. It happens a couple times a year. Don't don't put yourself there. Don't do it. But probably, you know, one of the higher price is maybe Brandon Ayuk. Yeah, I like Dallas. Their secondary is not super. He's 6,300. So a little pricey, but not chalk pricey like Adams. Here's the question. Can can Ayuk get to 19 points? If you against think, Dallas? Yes. Yeah, it's possible. If you think he can get the 19 points, play him. If you don't, avoid him. That's really what it comes down to. Do you think he's going to get there? 19 points is what he needs. For me, if everything falls the right way in Miami and L.A., I'm using Bowden, I'm using Johnson, and I'm using Devontae Adams, and I'm still saving money overall in my wide receiver core. Right. That's That's it. Tight end. Draft one. The end. Um, <laughs> the metric was like, use Jordan Akins. I'm tired of listening to you about Jordan Akins. I'm not doing it. <laughs> Logan Thomas, same problem. TJ Hawkinson. Okay, now we're talking. The problem is Stafford may not play. So Stafford's on the, on the injury list, and the last I heard, it was not looking good. So I'm like, all right, you got to give me another name. It was like Cole Komet. And I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm like, no, give me a top five name. And it was like all right, Robert Tanyan. I'm like, all right, I could cons- I consider Robert Tanyan. I can deal with that. So I'm thinking Robert Tanyan's 4,500. Logan Thomas is 4,000, and it's against Seattle. Seattle hasn't been great against tight ends. I'm probably just going to use whichever one of them I can afford. What do you like at tight end this week? Tight end, same thing. I think you, you know, you, you really don't want to pay way too much for tight end, like, you really don't want to use Kelsey. Right. I mean, you could, but it's expensive. I'm looking at my value list. He is way down. I have 35th best value in the league because he's 8,000. <laughs> Not because he's bad, but because he's 8,000. Right. You know, and then you have someone like Dalton Schultz, who's been playing really consistently, you know, and since she even agreed uh, last week, but he's going to, he's going to catch a few balls a game. I yeah. think he's, He's caught almost everything that's been thrown to him, and he's only 32. Not bad. Can I just put out there? That's still cheaper than Evan Ingram. Can I just put out there that Mercedes Lewis hasn't had his one game of the year yet? And there's <laughs> uh, there might be one lineup I put out there with Mercedes Lewis. If I can go at captain's pool, I'll put Mercedes Lewis as my captain and throw, throw a dollar <laughs> at it. Play another KFC tournament. <laughs> another KFC tournament. Yeah, something like that. I'll throw a dollar at it, and if Mercedes Lewis ha- decides to have his one game of the year, I'm going to be a millionaire. But other than that, yeah. No, tight end is a mess. Speaking of messes, defense. Pick one. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I did not even sort these on value. I put in all the numbers, all that I got to do it on the fly. Do it live. I didn't even sort them on value because it's all bad. The, it's all seriously, bad. Seriously, the metric just spit the bangles out at me. Yep. <laughs> You're playing the goddamn Because they're, they're too grand. They're the cheapest defense or one of the cheapest defense you're going to get. But you're playing the Steelers who've lost two in a row and are desperate to do something. There's no way that game... Yeah, it's just, you know, their games between each other, they're always violent. Yes. So someone might get thrown out. Right, next option, Eagles possible. at Arizona. No, it's Arizona. If Kyler Murray get, goes off, forget it. Give me something I better. Do, you know, I do like the Raiders against the Chargers. That's where my eyes go next because they're only twenty three hundred. The Raiders, I think, I think you can keep the Chargers in, in check. I actually like that play a lot. I like that better than Eagles at Arizona. Definitely, much better. 
And the Ravens are just too expensive. They're 38. Oh, God. Who's the top-ranked guy? The Rams? The Rams? Oh, because they're, they're playing, playing the, the Jets. Jets. Yeah. But they're 4500 No, I'd rather spend the 2300 and do the Raiders. So, so I'm going to... Pay up on the, I'm going to pay down on the Raiders. I'm going to pay down on the wide receivers if I can so I can pay up everywhere else. But quarterback and tight end, whoever I can afford, I can afford. But would you would you do the Giants against Cleveland? No. I think that game's going to be high scoring. I think these are two games. that, that is gonna, It's going to be a repeat of what we saw on Monday night. Fair. Not not to that number, but don't be shocked if that, that final score is 30-28 to 28 and you have no idea who won it. If I just tell you the final score is 30 to 28, <laughs> that's no idea. true. I think the Giants are starting to figure things out. I think next year they're going to be a legitimate contender. Um, this year they're going to be, they, they're probably going to sneak into the playoffs just because their entire division is bad. But next year they're yep. going to be a legit, legit contender. And hopefully Barkley fixes his knee. So that's a big part of this. Can you imagine if Barkley had been healthy this entire time? They might actually be a 500 team with how bad their yeah. division is. That's true. So it's very true. All right. Final thoughts, Craig. We're out of time. What do you got for me this week? Uh, final thoughts. I just want to say that if you watch the Monday night game coming up, I apologize for everyone watching because it's <laughs> it's not going to be a good game. Uh, just like really quick for Bengals fans online saying this is the worst season ever. Um, I have a Always feeling you've worse. never watched the Bengals from the 90s. Yes, yeah, seriously. it was really bad, like bad, bad. Seriously, what we was... have Joe Bur- We have Joe Burrow now. Yes, he's broken. They said he's going to make a complete recovery. So, you know what? He should be good. God willing, they'll get him some type of protection, I hope. Those um, people those people have forgotten about the Schottenheimer years. Yeah, yeah. And not 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 Marty, his kid. <laughs> no, Shula. That was Shula. Oh, Shula's kid. That's right. Yeah. He That's won right. um not a he was there for four seasons, five seasons, four seasons. I don't know. It was bad. It was they were bad. Just, it was bad. So everyone just calm down. Yes, is Zach going to be the coach for the next two seasons? Probably not, because I don't think what he's doing is working. You know what? He Giovanni Bernard, he carried the he had a hundred no eight hundred and fifty carries with no fumble. That's a, that's incredible. Man, is a he had one fumble last week. They benched him. Yep. He then benched the next two running backs, and went back to Gio. Like, what the fuck? You know what? When you're New England and you're Bill Belichick and you have options galore, you can afford to do that. When Joe Mixon is in a boot and on crutches, you can't afford to do that. No. I mean, that, that was that is such a Bill Belichick thing to do. But think about it. Think about even now. Let's imagine, first play of the game, James White fumbles. Oh, I'm going to bench James White. Okay, well, you got Rex Burkhead. You've got Sony Michelle. You've got Damian Harris. You have options. Who is the next guy up after Giovanni Bernard? Trayvon Williams and uh, Perrine. Exactly. Are you kidding me, Samaj Perrine? You're going to bench Giovanni Bernard for his first fumble in five years and use <laughs> Samaj Perrine? This guy could not <laughs> stick in Washington. He could not stick in Washington when Adrian Peterson got suspended and broke his leg in seven places. No. That's bad coaching. Bad coaching. Bad so, coaching. Yeah. And hi, Deb. And hi, Deb. You can't... That's the thing. Everybody's like, well, you know what? Belichick does it. Belichick is a better coach than you are. He's got better yeah. depth. He gets they more out of his depth. guys. Maybe I don't, not a quarterback, but... Well, yeah, in general. But I don't have to like New England to acknowledge that he knows his guys and he has more depth of talent than most of the, the teams. Okay, yeah. 
All right, well, the Chiefs have Hilaire, and they've got Bell. Who's after that? Daryl Williams? Sure. <laughs> you telling me Sony Michelle's the third guy down on the depth chart? Maybe the fourth. And and you're going to take Daryl Williams over Sony Michelle? Hell no. Hell no. All right, my final thought is just simply um, we are in the home stretch of the season. I hope you guys all made the playoffs. If you did make the playoffs, good luck this week. If you didn't make the playoffs, I say this every year. If you haven't tried DFS, now is a great week to do it. Um, there are beginner pools on both sites, DraftKings and FanDuel. Take five bucks, throw it into the account, and do a beginner pool. Do a sing- Listen to me carefully. Single <laughs> entry beginner pools. Do yes. not go into the regular pools. Oh, look, there's a millionaire. I'm going to throw 20 bucks into the millionaire, and I'm going to retire. No, you're not. No, you're not. Not unless you can predict the one week Byron Pringle catches six passes for 120 yards. That's not going to happen. Go into the beginner pools. Double up your money. It's an easy way to dip your, your toe in the pool, and if you don't like it, withdraw your money and walk away. That's it. It's that simple. Yep. So It is. <laughs> um, Leave us a review wherever you're listening to us. Stitcher, we found out we're on something called Podbean this week. <laughs> oh, yes. that Actually, I know what that one is. The other okay. one, I, do, I have no idea. That was Podbay and Grapple. I, I don't know what the hell these things are. Wherever you listen <laughs> to us, please leave us a review. Reach out to us. We're at FignutsDFS on Twitter. I don't check Twitter as much anymore. It's still a cesspool. I thought it would get better after the election. I was wrong about that, too. No, well, you know what? We'll just wait till next year. It's fine. Yeah, well, I don't even know if that's going to recover from that. But you can always reach out to us at Fignuts, uh, FignutsDFS at gmail.com. We're also on uh, Facebook at the Football Fignuts Podcast. There's a bunch of different ways to reach out to us. You don't need Twitter. No one needs Twitter. Um. But until until next week, please enjoy the game. Stay safe out there. The holiday season's upon us. There's a raging pandemic outside. There's no reason to go outside, people. There's a blizzard. There's a blizzard if you're in Connecticut. Don't <laughs> don't go outside. Stay inside where it's nice Possible. and safe. Thunder snow. Thunder snow, who I'm pretty sure is an action figure from G.I. Joe, but I'm not 100% sure. But <laughs> whatever you guys do, stay safe. Be good. Enjoy the football games. Craig and I will be back next week. Until then, my name is Britt. I'm Craig. And we are the Football Fignuts Podcast. (laughs) 